Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. So here we are, Shock Monkey Radio on the... Do you remember the 24th night of September? Oh. Yep, we're doing Shock Monkey Radio, so we usually start with our weekend. How was your weekend? There, Pretty Nick, good. as always. Oh, yeah, I'm Nick, as always. Uh, good weekend. Got to, you know, do some Netflix. Got the research. I watched our last week's show. Found a few airs in my, in my thing. You were talking about Bill Burr. I was talking about Bill Maher. Um, oh, uh, did you want to? We saw Time Trap. Um, no, nah, it was just a few. Yeah, it was just going over. Like, I saw, oh, man. I did it. Um, you know. You guys should check that out too. It's on the Madman Lowercase on the YouTube. Yeah, search for Madman Lowercase on YouTube. You guys can watch the full video. Yeah, of that I've, one. I've been having computer problems lately, so I'm probably gonna have to put this week's episode in, in full up on YouTube because you know they get quite a quite a few more views uh, since you've been on. So I appreciate I'll make sure it. I say some inappropriate. Hey, it's, it's just it's because me watching. You're it watching it over and over. It's again. just me at home watching dissecting it. what we said. Yeah, watching. Like, it Wait a minute, times. that made no sense. It's not even dissected. I just like to see myself on camera. So that's it. Just where's like the TV? Netflix and I didn't do anything. Anything super interesting. Um, nothing funny. I nothing funny. Nothing I'm going to talk about on this show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But it was a good weekend. Just you could just say it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was nice. I don't know. I cut the grass, so you know that's something. I got a big yard, so I got to go out there and. Ride and mow it, you know. So oh, yeah. Nice. It's a good time to get to thinking and, you know what I mean, listen to some music, think about some projects and things going on, you know. Jeez. Close. Okay. Well, cool. Let's, yeah, I, I did some Netflix, too. I uh, I watched... Uh, this is my favorite favorite month. It's my favorite time of year, September. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love this time of year. It's just real nice and cool this, cool this morning. Yeah, fall. You know, windy and nice outside. And once the sun starts going down, it's going to get nice and cool. It's my favorite time of year. So I'm in a good mood. So uh, consider these free uh, videos that are usually. I'm going to ruin it. Yeah. Who, uh, who, uh, the, usually hour. these videos, the full length videos are reserved for the patrons over at patreon.com slash shock monkey radio. Mm-hmm. But as long as I'm having computer issues, I'm going to be putting up on, up on YouTube in their entirety. So uh, stand warned. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. <sighs> Okay, get uh, why can't you two people? I hate these group chats, man. Right. Because I, I don't need to be. I don't need to be a part of this conversation. And it has it's going on right now. It keeps bringing your phone in. Randy, yeah. stop. I tell people to. Yeah, that's why, man. I I do the group email. I'm like, don't group text message. Don't group. Uh, you know the the uh, Facebook or whatever. Like, just do the emails because you get directly what you if i need to read it i can read it but like you're responding like okay yeah this is a conversation with two guys and there's like 12 people in this group stop that yeah, yeah. so uh yeah what uh I, I watched two sentence horror stories did i say that already no you didn't yeah say i watched watch, yeah. uh two sentence horror stories which are pretty good for a cw show mm-hmm. um i like that kind of that kind of stuff i mean it's very similar to my books the exit 13 uh, books that you can get on Amazon. Search for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's, uh, and you can read the Exit Thirteen books. Um, Flex drop, and it's like short stories, like kind of horror sci-fi stories. And uh, I mean, for for a CW show, it's pretty good. 
And there's only a couple, like two episodes I thought were like just ripoffs of Twilight Zone. So, I mean. Oh, it, yeah. Uh, I also watched a very horrible movie with a lot of big names attached to it called uh, Absolutely Anything. I haven't seen it. Is oh, okay. that on the Netflix? <clears throat> uh, yeah. So don't watch it's, it. Yeah, it's, I mean, you had like the, uh, like Monty Python guys were in there lending their voices to some characters. It was right. uh, Kate Beckinsale. It was, um, what's his name? Uh, Shaun of the Dead guy. Uh Oh, the the English guy. What's his name? Damn, uh, Simon Pegg. Simon, yeah. Simon Pegg. Yeah, he does a lot of parodies. Oh, though. Yeah, he's a. I mean, he's a funny dude. I mean, I loved you know Charlie of the Dead. Obviously, most of, I, I, yeah, I say, loved, most of his shit is parodies. I loved Hot Fuzz. Oh, that was mm. hilarious. Yeah. That was a good one. So, uh, but that one not so much. Not so much. Yeah. So, uh, you know, dancing the clouds away. Anyway, uh, I am not a Mets fan, Ooh. Uh, but lately I've been getting notifications for Mets games uh-huh. before they start. I think it's because uh, Google is listening, and I've been watching a lot of Jim Brewer videos and Gavin McInnes, uh, Gavin McInnes's podcast a lot lately, and they talk about and they talk about the Mets a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, now I'm not mad that Google is listening. I'm mad that Google isn't smart enough to know that I'm a Nationals fan, and just because I'm listening to content of Mets fans. Doesn't make me a Mets fan. I will tell you 100%. I said this last week, man. The robot that you carry around with you, man, it's that's I could, a robot. I could still throw it in a body of water and win. All right? You would, Until, but you get a new one and be like, I still know all your information. <laughs> I true. saved it on the that's cloud. True. <laughs> You're like, oh, as soon as you start a new one. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, then I thought a little deeper about this. All right. And I realized that I am to blame for this. Because I have not been talking about the Nationals enough. Right. And so if I had been talking about the Nationals more, then maybe um, it would uh, you know, show me the Nationals right. more than the Mets and stuff right. like that. So right. I got my phone right here. Nationals, Nationals, Nationals. I love the Nationals. Anthony Rendon. Uh, uh, Tony Two Bags. Steven Strasburg. I'm not a robot. Is all your phones going to come up with? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to get enough I'm nationals, nationals, nationals in there. Washington Nationals. I'm not listening. I think it does though. It does like it does compute like your your searches though. So mm-hmm. I guess it does like there there is probably some sort of algorithm that yeah. based off of like oh you watch more things that have this in the in their hashtags or whatever. Yeah. So maybe that is, but also like. Well, my my point is is that Nationals are not in first place there right now. Uh, no. I think the Braves are. Uh, yeah. Shout out the Braves. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm a Braves fan because I wanted to go see the the Richmond Braves. They used to be an extension. They are not anymore. Yeah, it's a flying squirrels down there now. The flying squirrels. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Richmond Braves um, because you know it was 2005 when the Nats came up. So before that, I was an Atlanta Braves fan. Um. Uh, so it's easy to blame anyone but yourself when it comes to like what your uh, phone is suggesting for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not talking about the Nationals enough. It's not the fact that I've listened to Gavin McInnes' podcast. He's talking about the the Mets, and I watch Jim Brewer videos. He's talking about the Mets. Yeah. And so, um, you I know, I want to see stuff. I will say this. I will say this: that when I was in the Navy, we went to Manhattan for uh-huh. Fleet Week and uh, the Fourth of July weekend. This is uh, 2000. Okay. Uh and the Subway Series was being played there. They were playing, uh, each, uh, Yankees and Mets were playing each other. And like every single bar in town was like, you know, pick a side and stuff like that. And I was one of the few guys that liked the Mets. Right. And so, of course, you get, you know, ganged up on by these guys 
It was like, oh, you like the best. And then I just turned it into this conversation of why about how the American League sucks and National League is actually true baseball. Like American League is JV. It's JV for pitchers. And so, um, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, pinch hitters. Yeah, and exactly. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that was a good week. I had a lot of fun up there in New York. Um, it was uh, those two teams that went to the World Series that year, too. Um, Yankees versus the Mets in the World oh, Series. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's and I was rooting for the Mets then, too. Yeah. All right. But like all Mets fans that year, I had to get used to disappointment. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, they you know, like I said, that was around 2000. Nationals didn't come out for another five more years. Uh, you know, they're fucking expos in socialist Montreal. So, I mean, uh, I'm, but I'm not a Mets fan. Okay. Google. I'm not a Mets fan. Go nationals. Go nationals. Fuck Bryce Harper. I would agree. Fuck Bryce Harper, man. He dips it. I'm always a local like supporter of our local stuff. And obviously we don't have a, a major league baseball team. Yeah. So yeah, we, we tend to, but, but you know, branch on to the VA, but their minor league team does play in Potomac, which will be playing in Fredericksburg, which I just said on air. So if there's a job out there for commentating, we want it. We're the first ones to mention it, but not every, you know, besides the newspapers, but they're bringing their minor league team down here. So like, that's, you know, so like I'm, I'm a home team guy. So you're like, Hey, you know, the nationals, blah, blah. So I was excited that he was on the team. The team didn't suck. When Which he was is there. why I was mad that he left. Like we had a squad for a little bit, Bryce Harper, and you know we had um, absolutely. What was the pitcher's name? Uh, Jordan Zimmerman. No, the what was the, the Strasburg? Steven Strasburg, absolutely. He was a beast, but I mean, he got a little still injury, a and that's well, why. Still but, a beast. That's why, but yeah, but he was just striking everybody out, and the whole. Well, thing, that's why. So. That's why I hate the whole mercenary thing of it. You know, it's like when Jason Worth was there. You know, he came from the Phillies. Right. You know, and he like took Bryce under his wing and Bryce uh, ended up going to the Phillies and like yeah. everyone's so pissed about that. Because you went to a different team that's in our division. Yeah. And that's why that makes it even worse. And you've been here since day one. Yeah. So I hate these mercenary players. So uh, this is something I found on WTOP, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, the news station. The I, news I, I pr- that's right. pretty much on my car radio all the time. Right. So um, so uh, whenever Bryce Harper strikes out this week, you can get a three dollar pizza. Uh, ampersand pizza or amper, uh, the and pizza. I think it is. It's the ampersand sign, but they call it and pizza. They're giving away $3 pizzas for three minutes from Monday through Thursday. Anytime Harper strikes out when Harper strikes out during a game, text hashtag you're out. You are O U T to two zero 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 three to receive a code that you can use to buy pizza online through the at pizza app. That's some funny ass shit. Yeah, that's some sideways like. That's, we were talking about that off the air. Well, remember? they know their, they know their clientele. They know their clientele. Promotion works both ways. We're like, listen, we can really go. You know, this is a Bryce Harper home run pizza, or this is now we have a Bryce Harper strikeout pizza. <laughs> Either way, we're giving away pizza. That's what I mean. It's like they could have like a bobble, like a F Bright Bryce Harper bobblehead, where somebody's just like pegging. You know, we would Bryce buy Harper. Yeah, would it would be highly right collectible. It'd be going, that. yeah, it'd be going for like five hundred dollars on eBay. Mm-hmm. All right, and I think that this is the uh, and pizza knows this. They know this about the clientele in DC when it comes to baseball, and they're like they're pissed off at Bryce Harper Everything. because you know Philly is such a a rival, a nearby rival. 
And the Redskins suck. I love the NL East, man. Fuck football. I don't want to talk about No, football. I'm just saying. That's why people will latch on. That's why everybody's a Capitals fan. The Redskins suck. That's the biggest one. And you're like, these guys suck. You're like, hockey. It's yeah, great. It, you it, know, and that's why we had the Nationals was like in the thing too. Like the Nationals are, well, they, are in the playoffs. Yeah, they and, get to go to the playoffs. And as soon as they get knocked out of the playoffs, everyone's like, shuts up about it. And then, and then they're like, suck. hey, remember the Stanley Cup? Yeah, that's why they finally won. We finally won one, and that's all. That everyone's riding on that. We won one, and we've been waiting. Like, oh man, they because we've been to the playoffs as the Capitals is one of my favorite teams since I've been a kid. But it's just like I said, it's just a local thing. It's like by default where yeah. you're like, hey, we just liked them. I had the little jersey that had the eagle on it, the blue one with the eagle, like right. back in the day. And but yeah, one one. All right, at least you got something, but you know a lot of people aren't hockey fans, and that's in the baseball thing too. Is just like yeah, I'm, I think there's like uh, some sports that are more fun to play than to watch, and I think basketball is more fun to play than to watch. I, I think I think the say, hockey is more fun to play than to watch. Basketball is interesting to me only because it's fast paced. You know what I mean? It's oh, back, it is fast. It's back and forth, so you're like, um, okay, that's kind of the same thing with hockey. It changed. Also, Gilbert Arenas was bringing guns to the locker room. That was the most interesting time. That's the <laughs> shit they didn't talk about. But like, I would have loved to know about that guy. Like, I was getting kicked out of a game. You're like, I gotta go clean my gun anyway. Like, you just brought it with you in, in the locker room. In the locker room, yeah, because I was making sports bets on the on the airplane here. I was intimidating somebody. God, poor Pete Rose. That sounds like an awesome. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome fucking time. People dude. are because of the internet. People are gambling like. All day, every day now. You know? They did him. Pete Rose did it in the, the basketball, um, the referee. I can't think really? what his name is, but he was like, he was point shaving on purpose. Like, he would call fouls if they needed to win by three. And he'd right. like call a foul at the end of the game when, like, it's over. And they'd shoot the three. And then he like, you know what I mean? Start, like, making sure that he did it. His, I can't think of what his name is, but. I hate that. that. I hate people. Ugh, I hate that stuff. It's math. Yeah. When you figure out the math, the ins and outs and the math of Well, it, and the way baseball works is uh is it's so easy to fix a game. You know, yeah. just the way baseball works in terms of like who you put in and stuff like that. I mean Well, that's why people care about the steroids where you're like, dude, just let them if everybody's doing it, let everybody do it then. Yeah, you you know? whatever. But I don't want their heads to explode when they're thirty five. I don't want anybody to die, but I would definitely like to see like Mark McGuire hitting those fifty something home runs that one year like in two thousand when like I was in high school at that point, but that shit was fucking awesome. So you're like, Oh, he's gonna hit a home run. What if they like extended the walls and they were like two hundred feet up? I think that would be kind of cool. They got the they got the uh, green monster over there in, in Boston. I know, yeah. People be cranking it over there. Then. I know it's it's really super high, but not yeah. outside of the realm of possibility it's to get not, a home if run. If all of them were that yeah. big, it would be hilarious. You would there would be a lot less home runs. I'll tell you that. But some people crank them like mm-hmm. five stands up. Oh, you're yeah. Like it doesn't even matter. If it won't eliminate home run, home runs. It'll just make them more awesome and more right. uh valuable well that's why but they only have half their wall that size too which yeah. is why they're like it would be on like you know what i mean i guess well that's what i love about fair that's what i love about baseball in a comparison to like fair. uh basketball football soccer is it's like the soccer dimensions are legally laid out it must be like this right but baseball parks are just like eh, just sort of 
kind of sort of the same for way. Us, are, they took home field advantage to that's what they, you know what I mean? That's where that word comes from. Home yeah. field advantage. It's not your crowd. It's the baseball stadiums yeah, that are like designed for your our team walls are smaller. Yeah. So like you could hit it. We're all both playing. So you could hit it over that wall too. We practice here though every day. Yeah, we We're we take batting practice over right the wall. here. Yeah, yeah we take over. batting practice right here every day. We hit it over that wall. We know time. that tricky corner over there at Fenway. You know, yeah, yeah. the wind blows a certain way here, so we mm-hmm. can you know if you figure out how the wind blows, you can hit a home run every single time. Yep, I know that because I've done it ninety times. Yes, that's what visiting players study. That's what like visiting batters study. They'll, they'll sit there. It's like how's the wind go? What's mm. north to south? How's the <laughs> that's exactly what it is well they're trying to yeah i i saw the the favorite thing that i've seen about baseball cheating was uh calling signs they have somebody sitting out in in uh like center field with the center binoculars. field and yeah and they're watching the catcher so yeah. they're trying to figure out his signs and they're calling him like oh he's gonna throw i think a fastball. That's a, isn't that like perfectly legal I mean, I think even people like base runners will pick they, up well, on. Well, they said they do second base does yeah. it where they like they'll start calling, but I, I I'm not sure if it's illegal, but it's frowned upon. Yeah, and I don't like. Do you have one second for me to go into something else? Because this was a betting thing they said about tennis was you can get someone on court side. Two, two minutes, I got it. Yeah, one more court side to get tennis people. You can get somebody inside a tennis match, and you're on the phone with me. You got to do it secretly now because it's frowned upon. It's not illegal, but you could be like out. And then I could place a bet online before the umpire puts it into the actual computer. So, like, I know Jeez, the point, Louise. like, one second. So, they're like, it's not illegal. Yeah, that's But it's shady. frowned upon. And that's, yeah, that's shady, yeah. That's what I was saying. It's just frowned upon. When gambling's involved, I think that is shady. Yeah, but, I mean, if, it, if a team just has a scout out there at center field watch, watching signs, I think that's okay. I think it's same same for the base runner. But if you could, if you start picking up on the team's signs. That then, was Spygate yeah. for um, – that's, from the that's Patriots the thing, teams. they were mad that they were watch like they'd film the games and like we were we we're picking up on the signals that they're calling from the sidelines, yeah. so we know what you're calling because we started watching. Like that's what I mean. That's strategy. Five, that's, that's strategy. I never thought it was it's, cheating. It's never. Che- I don't think it is cheating because right. um they rotate signs. They'll rotate signs. They'll rotate the order in which they give the signs and so forth. You know, mm-hmm. and so. If your team doesn't do that enough, especially during the course of the game, when you when you get like like a lot of base runners coming around and they're talking to each other in the dugout and stuff like that, they're they're picking up on the signs. And I think right. that that's strategy. That's how you well, get your brain involved when you're playing baseball. You got to think too. Even like we talked last week about Antonio Brown, he was just playing on the Oakland Raiders. Now he's playing on the Patriots. Yeah. He knows the call signs uh, for for the for, for Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. So he could just go in there and be like, "Hey, if we're playing Oakland." When he says this or this, they're gonna they're changing they're gonna their play this. to this and exactly. So it double is, agents, double right. agents and merc- not mercenaries. Like, you know what I mean? It is like there's no way that you could really say it's cheating. And that's why I said like it's frowned upon. And it's not being honest, but it's not technically cheating. Yeah, but think. yeah. What can so you what do else you got? Um. So a, a guy was watching the uh, Joker, mm-hmm. new Joker movie trailer. Is it out? Not yet. It's okay, soon. the trailer. Soon. I'm going to go see it. I'm kind of a little dubious about it. But uh, um, but I'm walking by and this guy's watching the Joker trailer. He's like watching YouTube and an ad popped up. And he just says like off the cuff, I bet the Joker likes ICP. And I didn't say anything. It just kept doing what I was doing. And But it stuck in my brain and it wound up pissing me off about a half an hour later. Oh, about insane clown posse. Yeah. I mean, okay. do you think Superman likes Three Doors Down? Do you think he likes that song Kryptonite? And do you think 
Do you think Lex that... Luthor would like that? Actually, <laughs> maybe Lex Luthor probably <laughs> does like it too. It's probably on his so, profile um, page on. Um, but do you think MySpace? But you think Clark Kent was sitting there, like Lois comes to him, and is like, "Hey, do you like this song, Kryptonite?" And he's like, uh, "I hate it." No, it's not very good. I hate it. Uh, do you think Hal Jordan loves Green Day? Do you think Thor, Alpha Flight, and Justice League of Europe love the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin? Well, of course they do, because it's the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. So let's just talk about the villains. Um, uh, do you think the Riddler would be committing crimes while singing, I gave my love a cherry that had no stone? Do you think the Cree are out there jamming out to, while flying through space, mind you, Jamming out to I'm blue. Do you think they would be doing that? Maybe. I don't know. Do you I think mean, the chain gang? Cool. Do you think the chain gang would be would becomes walking in singing? Wait for it. Chain gang? Or maybe Chain of Fools? Or Chains of Love by Erasure? Or, or just anything from Alice in Chains? Right. All of it. Uh, do you think Doctor Doom and Baron Zemo and those European superheroes and villains? Do you think they like that shitty techno pop that all of Europe likes? My my point is, is I don't think the Joker would like the insane clown posse, because even as crazy and as evil as Joker is, I bet he still knows shitty music when he hears it. Uh, in all seriousness, though, if uh, superheroes and villains were real, there would be a lot fewer references to them in pop culture. Uh, comic book heroes and villains represent the extremes of human nature, and musicians don't write songs often about a kidnapping that was foiled by an overly enthusiastic FBI agent. Rarely do they write songs about mass shooters and other true villains in our world that truly exist. However, if these kinds of people did exist, superheroes and so forth, it would, it would affect our culture in a very different way. Taylor Swift, there'd be breaking news, Taylor Swift says, Booster Gold grabbed her ass at a charity event. There'd be Dave Ch Dave Chappelle clips on YouTube. Did you see what happened to Superman oh, in Portland last week? Damn Antifa guys throwing stuff at him, calling him a racist. It's a patriarchy. And I was thought to myself, damn. Damn. Antifa finally got something right. Ha-ha! All right, and then there'd be a problem in New York where women pay uh, three times as much for blinds in Manhattan because of Spider-Man and his enemies. <laughs> Wouldn't you feel unsecure? Would you want not want all the blinds closed if there's a guy named Spider-Man crawling all over buildings in your city? Even somebody flying. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to close out this little bit. Um, there would be a fleeting headline one day, and no one would notice it. And it's like small-time group called ICP killed by the Joker. And uh, it was like they have the they would be uh, found with these ghastly grins on their faces. And written in blood, in violent Jay's blood, on the wall would be copyright infringement. Yeah. Signed the Joker, TM. Because if these people, these superheroes and stuff like that, they would have to get their stuff trademarked. <laughs> I would, can I say something? Well, about hold on. This? I mean, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because if, you, if, we, if we look at ourselves, I wouldn't say that we're a big monkeys fan. I mean, Last Trains of Clarksville, good song. Okay, but it's... I'm not a big, super, super big monkeys fan. And you know what? I fucking hate Peter Gabriel. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so well, you were I'll saying say you hate monkeys. That might be taken out of context. That's the video I'm a clip for you. <laughs> the thing is, I'm going to say something that I don't think I should say. And I thought about this just now, but I'm going to say it anyway. 
Which is, if people were real Joker fans, ICP fans were real Joker fans, there would be a lot more mass shootings based off of the fact that, like, these are the people who feel, like, segregated and left out and, like, you're making fun of us. The real Joker, his guys, they be breaking people out of prison. They don't give a fuck about the cops. They be, they're wild. They be painting their faces, but that's, 100%, you've never not seen them, like, we're going to... That's, Joker's in jail. That's why I'm dubious about this, uh, the new Joker movie. I think it might be like an Antifa kind of thing. 100% probably. But here's another side point, too, about Superman, which is in this day and age, Superman would 100% have pro- most likely like indecent exposure based off of the fact that he goes into a phone booth and changes his clothes. Like at some point, they'd be like, yo, I seen Clark Kent's dick. <laughs> <laughs> he was writing the the phone booth is wide open, dude. You just went in there and changed your clothes. Like, what are you doing? You think like, I'm Superman? It's fine. And you're like, nah, man, that's not fine. I think, I think the idea is that he he does it super fast so nobody gets to see Super Wang. Ah, yeah, because he is almost as fast as the Flash. So, so he can. So it could be quick. Because that's why a phone booth doesn't have any sort of privacy. It's literally made out of glass. Plus, they don't really exist anymore. So, do you but, think? Do you think in twenty nineteen, Superman is changing in phone booth? So, phone booths. I've seen a phone booth in the big cities. They still have pay phones in real life. I've seen them. It's really crazy. Okay. New York City, Philadelphia, in Orlando, there was one. I took a picture of it because I was like, "Oh shit, there's a phone booth." I ain't seen one of these in years. I'm not even that old. I'm so, oh shit! I, just, I think it's funny looking <laughs> looking back at like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's like, how does a phone booth? makes sense going through time i mean i mean even when they go back to get uh billy the kid you know it's like it's so out of place drinking weed smoking for or what is it yeah. smoking weed drinking 40s <laughs> drinking 40s 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 <laughs> anyway i have a section here set aside for nick's picks oh my picks yeah what you got going on what i got nothing oh i'm doing a tour we got a tour coming up i'm doing a gospel tour you know obviously that that sounds hilarious to some of you who listen to the show and see the content that comes out of my mouth but that's a project um we got coming out we're doing tour 2020 it's gonna be 12 cities 20 shows um obviously zane's gonna be um doing it zane neil um will be going on and that's um floating world clothing is uh floating clothing.com is where you can go check out the clothes and stuff from the sponsors and uh make sure you guys tune in for that Queen City's coming up on November 23rd. Uh, I'll be out with EK and the FXBG family running sound for the fashion show down here. Um, other than that, four shows a week, I guess. You know, check out Below the Deck after this show, 7.30, every Tuesday. we got super exciting guests coming on, maybe. I don't know. You don't know. They might. Yeah, they might be cool, you know, <laughs> maybe. Sometimes, you never know. Could be cool, could be not. Cool deal. Depends on what you're in. I don't have anything. So I want to remind you, you know, go over to YouTube.com, subscribe, you know, get click the notification bell, um, search for the Madman Lowercase or Shock Monkey Radio, and you're bound to find one of my videos. You find my channel, and then you'll be like, oh, the Madman Lowercase. I get it now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, share the videos with your friends because um, I'm still having these computer problems. You know, I'm going to be putting the full show out there so uh, that Nick, as always, can pour through it and watch it over and over again and I, I did this wrong. On I, I don't know what to do with my hands when when on camera. I just what do I do with them? Which is funny because we both smoke, and it was like that's why we smoke. We don't know what to do with our hands. Anyway, you want to get into the news worth knowing? 
You can put them in your lap. It's okay. Right in your lap. Uh, not like that. Ah, not that like was it. good. That's perfect angle, dude. And now I got to cut something out. I'm fucking, I'm Weinstein over here. <laughs> whole shit. You're uh, hit me, Harvey. Call me Harvey, baby. <laughs> There's no plant. Don't here, look so. me in the eyes. That it puts me off. That's why I wear the sunglasses. This is what I've been doing with my hands off of it. <laughs> I think actually, though, it's funny when the editing comes off. You can't. It does cut off like this part of my. Of the whole thing, it like flashes yeah. over it, so they won't even know. It, you don't know. I was you, doing a jerk off hand just in case you didn't. Yeah, see if you're it. listening, in case he has to edit it out. Yeah, he might not have to edit it I'm out. I'm sure like, our listener. In, in case you were, I'm sure our listeners were, uh, or like he's probably doing a jerk subtly. off motion. Yeah, yeah, subtly. I was doing a subtle. I'm sure they could figure it out. Through. Subtle, slow with a serious face. You know, no eye contact. It puts me off, but. Real gross. So, dude. news worth knowing. What we got, buddy? All right. The, we got the continuing adventures of Florida Man. <laughs> I love Florida Man. Anyway, uh, anyway, Florida Man leads cops on a low-speed chase, gets his fifth DUI. Um, a Florida Man, you should see this mugshot. A Florida Man looks very pleased with himself in a mugshot despite being arrested for his fifth DUI uh, after leading police on a low-speed chase. Gordon Ormond. 56 years old, flashes pearly whites in a bizarre looking photo after. You look crazy. It's What's great. his name? Say his name. One more Gordon time. Orman. <laughs> yeah, I'd be drunk all the time if that yeah, was my name. Yeah, dude, man. what a fucking shitty name. Sorry. Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, he was eventually hauled into the cops for allegedly running a red light in Newport Ritchie in a, uh, a white van. Uh, deputy with the Pasco County Sheriff's Office tried to pull him over, but Ormond apparently did not stop. Ignoring, he looks like a crazy person. It's, it's amazing. I just scrolled past Fucking the Fucking Gordon face. Orman. Go check this guy out. Uh, ignoring police sirens and emergency lights, Orman continued to drive between 15 and 35 miles and at one point hit a basketball hoop, WTVT reported. Fuck you, little wreck going off slow. <clears throat> Orman was eventually thwarted when authorities used stop sticks. <laughs> you don't have to run from the cops fast. All right. Investigate just faster than they can run. That's really, we had a softball pitcher come throw out the stop sticks. That's right. Uh, investigators say Orman claimed his license was suspended, uh, but when they checked the system, they uh, reportedly noticed his license had been revoked since July 1991. Oh man! And he had four previous DUI convictions to his name. He just didn't even know. He's like, "Listen, I'm gonna tell you something about my license been suspended." They're like, "Dude, it's 2018. Like, are you sure?" <laughs> I've been fucking what? That's kind of like suspended. 2019? I thought they'd have flying cars by now. And she's like, dude, have you Robot been? Robot Yeah. It was it, Jetsons? Anyway, he was arrested for DUI, failing to submit a breath test. Yeah. Fleeing the scene of a crash. It was his 12th arrest for driving on a suspended or re- revoked license. Dude, here's the thing. Me and you drank recreationally a lot of beer i've never been so fucked up that you would just you know like you see some of these people when you see the story or yeah. you actually see the video you're like they didn't even know what's going on you're like you've been trying we've been trying to pull you over yeah it's like for 30 minutes you're like what yeah sometimes you get so drunk you're just like your brain goes off you know but your body's still moving right yeah i get it i'm n- never do i never get into a car right that's why that like, we've said that before. That's why, dude. I drink beer all day long. I don't if you catch that. me around like two o'clock in the morning, maybe yeah, 2 I'm drunk. Two a.m. is like I'm. I might be drunk right now, yeah. but I'm not going to get in the car and drive it around. But also, like I know what the fuck is going on. Like you just don't just driving fucking twelve cops behind you. You're like, mm, 
15, 20 miles an hour. Yeah, driving all slow. The cops are right behind you. You're just in your own zone. Like, everything's good. I'm almost home. You're like, <laughs> what, I'm going to jail tonight? Like, yes. It's so nice of these police to escort me home. Yeah. You, considering you, how drunk I am. What do you think they're doing behind you? Just, I don't even know what these guys got their lights on back there. But shit's really fucking distracting while I'm trying to drive all drunk. That's hilarious. I wish he had tried to like pull something like, what's that? The I'm a traveler. I'm in a vessel. I'm not in. A, I'm not driving this vehicle. I would love to get that drunk, dude. I I say that I wouldn't, but I would. What? I would like to be like nonchalantly like alive, and then just like wake up, and you're like, dude, you know you were awake for like four hours last night, and you're like, don't remember any of that. Were you talking about blackouts? I've never, dude, I've blacked out, but I always wake up. That's the only thing that I notice is that I realize I blacked out. Cause you ever wake up and like start doing something like I need to get some water and you know, and then you're like, wait a minute. When, when did I go to bed last night? Like, when did I put these clothes on? Like, when did, did I go to bed last night? And that's usually the only thing I've never had like a public, like been in public and been like, boom, like, I've taken people home. That have been in public like this. Yeah. So I know that people get like that. We're like, oh, shit, yeah. dude. Like, we need to take you home. But I've never been, like, unaware enough of, like, we're in public and you can't be acting just however you want to. Like, I, uh, there was one time where um, I went in my bathroom one morning and it looked like somebody had drawn up a bath. and The, the water was super cold and uh, and I was the only one there. And I was like, when the hell did I do that? Right. I do that, dude. I'll find beers strategically throughout my house is how I can tell how drunk I was because I just keep grabbing another beer and I didn't drink them and I have like five unopened beers. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to drink that. Or like food in the microwave. The microwave's still beeping the next day. And you're like, when did you make this? You're like, oh, I, yeah, I was making a TV. I have found I have found food in the microwave before. Yeah, cooked, I was making, cooked and cold. Oh, yeah. Hot Pockets. Oh, yeah, shit, hot pocket yeah. in the microwave. I was going to fucking eat this. Yeah, man. That's why, though, if, if I get to that point, I wake up and, like, I don't sleep for long. So, like, I'm up at, like, 4, 5 in the morning. Yeah, I'm still eating that Hot Pocket. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, it's 30 still, seconds. It's still warm, yeah. <laughs> Put it in for 30 more seconds. already yeah, cooked. Yeah, I'll eat it, too. It's man. not frozen. I'll eat it, too. I'm not wasting a Hot Pocket. Yeah, but, you know, I, I mean, but I would like to have one of those crazy adventures where you're like, oh, I stole the car and not me, man. the police. I don't want the police to get arrested, and I don't want to be driving. I have I have a friend. All right. Mm. Hypothetically, I have a friend right. who told me this story about how he was going to r- drive to Austin, Texas. <laughs> all right. And his friend, and he was dro- driving his friend to Austin, Texas as well. And uh, his friend showed up and he had like two hits of acid with him. <laughs> and, you know, this is Fredericksburg, Virginia now. Right. All right. They took the acid and just. They ended up like Indiana, uh, Indiana or something like that. Oh no! I, that's a bad idea. And I mean, when if I find if I find like a, a a beer can I missed or something like that, it's usually right next to the computer, right? You know, because that's where I am when I drink. I'm, I'm either writing or I'm playing video games or I'm it's watching out videos. Where you smoke your cigarettes too. That's where you'll find the most. I was getting ready to smoke a cigarette. I was going to drink this yeah. beer. And you're like, dude, you have three unopened beers and one half drink. Uh, back of the toilet. Here. Back yeah. of the toilet, too. Sometimes I'll find one in the back of the toilet. Got to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot I had one. <laughs> All right. So let's go on this next story. Um, oh, the Trump administration is just so evil. 
Anyway, so Ben Carson outlines plans to deal with California's homeless crisis. Housing, yeah. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson discussed California's homelessness crisis on Monday in the story with Martha McCallum, saying President Trump is highly interested in the topic. The president is extremely concerned about this because of the epidemic that could occur, and so we're looking for both short-term and long-term. Carson told the host, Harris Faulkner. That was my Ben Carson voice. Like he's half asleep. I'm. Uh, Carson I, said the first step in fixing the problem is to remove the homeless from their current situation. We have to actually get the people out of there. Put them in a clean place, Carson said, and then took a nap. I'm kidding. I think this is a great idea. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. When he was talking. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say, then the sec- second step is, you know, we have to find more per- a more permanent solution for them. There are some public buildings in the area that uh, will be repurposed for housing, but um, in the process of doing that, we're also looking at a wraparound services so we can get these people out of dependency. Carson said compassion is a motivating factor for the federal infer- for this federal intervention. Uh, he went on to quote another quote from him, but as a compassionate society, it is something that we have to do, something we can't just talk about. It. Um, should it be the responsibility of the federal government? No, Carson said. These are local problems, and the things that work best are when the local authorities... Uh, take appropriate attention to these problems, then the federal government can help them. The state government can help them. And um, this is why I like Ben Carson. He wouldn't make a good president because he's just, he he sounds like he's the boring ass doctor that you got, you know, your primary care provider. He's just boring. And so, but I mean, he is a smart guy and he is, he does know how to deal with this stuff. And I think it's good to have him in that position, especially with what's going on on the left coast with all the homelessness and stuff. I think that it's really funny to see people do jobs that I know that I'm not qualified for. And the shit that they're saying is like just some shit I would say. And you're like, yo, I don't even know. Like, listen, like, well, how are we going to handle this problem? You're like, listen, I'm going to tell you all about handling this problem, right? You're just like, did you just make this shit up right now? You're like, yes, I have no idea what you're talking about. And see, I'm, I'm say- not going to say, I can't say that to see, you. See, you're saying all that, but what I'm hearing is, is like, hey, I could say that. Why don't I have that job? No, I don't want that job. That's why, because oh, that I would see. be me up there doing that. Like, listen, we're going to handle the homeless problem when the homeless people stop becoming homeless and the homeless people have houses. And the crisis is going to be saved because everyone's going to have houses. There's going to be no homeless when we get all the houses for the homeless people. Thank you. God bless America. And they're like, you're not supposed to say that. That's for the president thing. God bless America. You can say it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They're like, dude, what the fuck did he just counsel me? Yes. And next question about the water. We're going to end up with with the homelessness. Yeah, we're going to end the homelessness by getting the houses for the homeless. This is done. We already did it. A plus on this job. I'm killing it right I'm now. Kill, I'm killing this housing and urban it. development thing. What else? Oh, what else you got? The what war else? in Iraq? Oh, dude, I got some fucking It's not ideas. my purview. It's not my purview. I'm a domestic guy. Like, I have no idea how to do this job or what inclines to do this job. We ran a really good campaign, and we won this damn job. And that's like, you know, with the Trump stuff, where you're like, yo, we killed it. We won. And you're like, you know you have to do something. You're like, what? I got to do shit? Like, I could just talk. And they're like, you can't just talk. You got to do stuff. You're like, mm, pretty good at talking, though. It, it seems to me that, like, a lot of them, all they do is, like, go and do talk shows. Mm-hmm. That's why. We're yeah, really news. good at talking. 
there's all these news agencies these days and that's why we yeah. get it doing doing what we did because we don't we're not media we're just personalities you know what i mean we're not like oh i researched the story and I'm well here's go the thing if bring if, it to you if i got an email from ben carson <sighs> saying you might dear madman uh i've been subscribed I've been subscribed for the last two years. I love your show. I think you're great. And I want to help you out. And I want to come and be on your show. Uh, and I'm like, sorry, Ben. I don't think you could be funny. Even if you tried. You know? It's not going to help my show with you having to be on here. We got some really great people. It's going to be some great stuff. Well, here's the thing. I love Ben Carson. He does great stuff. I really like it. That's I think we're going to do some awesome you stuff. You can email me, Ben Carson. <laughs> You can email me, email me, Ben Carson, at madman at fxbgpr.com. And if you want to come on my show, I guess I'll do it. I guess I'll do it for the notoriety. But at the same time, I don't think we're going to have an interesting conversation because mm. you're not an interesting dude. That's why you couldn't be president. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And being interesting is kind of like part of the, the job these days. But didn't he have – what was his random job that he had outside of politics? Uh, he was a doctor, I think, a neurologist. That's what I mean. It was something like, you know what I mean? Where you're like, man, come on, dude. Anyway, I don't want to talk about him anymore. I want to talk about Kanye West. I love Kanye West. Uh, apparently you're about to say something negative about him from the look of your face. Yeah, not really. Uh, Kanye West, uh, holds Wyoming Sunday service ahead of Jesus is King album dropping. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, dude, it's just, it's a really cool idea. Which is funny because it is not church, but it is like, let's come together and like, you know what I mean? Where they're coming together and doing stuff. They're singing a lot of songs. That, do you have that on there? The songs that they've been singing? Uh, Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. All right. So uh, Kanye West's latest Sunday service, the gospel rap event he started in January, was held just miles away from his newly acquired $14 million estate in, on Monster Lake Ranch in Cody, Wyoming. Uh, just days before his new album, Jesus is King, drops on Friday. Uh, the 42-year-old star didn't preach or put himself uh, center stage Sunday like he did last week in Atlanta, but fans flooded the powwow garden at the Buffalo Bill Center with a packed 700-plus crowd. Choir made up about 80 people performed a few Nirvana covers on the 14 songs set list, which include a gospel remake of Smells Like Teen Spirit and Come As You Are. Mm -hmm. West wore a yellow hoodie, under a special Wyoming service shirt that uh, said not not for sale, I guess, on it. If you, um, the thing I like about that is if you listen to the uh, the songs that they cover, word for word, the songs, they're not specifically written by, you know, Coke Urbain didn't write every Nirvana song. But when you listen to the words in different contexts, when you hear it as a rap, uh, as a rock song, and then they sing it as a gospel, you're like, well, like, it's a very positive song. It's very crazy because even like my first, my biggest one is the, um, not with Kanye, with the uh, the Lincoln Park guy. They do the crawling in my skin. You hear that as a as a rock song, and you're like, yeah, everybody's into it. And you're like, did you listen to the words? Like he's definitely been talking about like killing himself for a long time. Fucking deep lyrics, and it's funny to put it in different context, but I think it's cool. Well, I mean, I think the churches have been. Uh moving towards more of a secular but he's not anyway. doing church they're saying sunday service like it's sunday we're gonna yeah, celebrate concert, but they're yeah. not they're not preaching it's like oh let's do songs they did the music part of it let's do a choir let's have a positive message 
but it's not somebody just standing there yeah. like, if you read nine, seven times on the Bible, it's going to tell you that you're going to have the snakes that are going to be in the grass by your house. And, all, and you're like, dude, you just made this shit up this morning. Dog. This is yes. you reading the book that you told me to read before I could even come to church. I read the book. Did you go to church? Yes, I was Catholic. So oh, I had to go to CCD. So you don't go anymore. So you're not. Uh, I'm not a practicing Catholic now. I don't, of course not. Yeah. I don't go to church. You don't have to, Our yeah. church was Catholic. our church. Yeah, our church is boring. You, yeah. re, they don't have any opinion on your thing. They have yeah. a personal opinion, but church is just. Listen, if you turn to page two seventy seven, it says, and you're like, you just read the book it's, you it's, made me it's read. It's ritual. It's straight up. It's ritual and only ritual. You read the book that you made. That's me why read Kanye with- West is doing stuff like this. It's about we're doing cool songs. Or, you know, we're having a good time. We're trying to spread a positive message, well, and I think that's better. I think, yeah, it's taken away from the, like, I'm preaching to you. I could yell at you, and that's why, like, like I went to Catholic church, and I went to Baptist church. So after I went to Catholic church, like, I had been to Baptist church, but I'm like, this guy's just kind of, like, opinion. It's this guy's opinion on the same thing that I read, but you're just giving me your opinion on what this means. Could have mean yeah. something else to me. You know what I mean? I read, you know what I mean? That's the same with the songs. Yeah. When you hear it this way, it meant something different to you. When you hear it this way, you're like, oh, I guess I, that could be a little bit like, you know, spiritually positive. But, but uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll talk, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about Jesus afterwards. <laughs> you, ever, you ever invite Jesus into your heart? Into my heart. Jesus lives in my heart. Anyway, there's a, a Kim Kardashian West. I guess she's married to him. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, she I, she was on the view. Name. I, yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, she was on the view, and I guess she said um, this is a quote: "Kanye started this, I think, just to heal himself." And I was a real. It was a real personal thing, and it was just friends and family. And he has had an amazing evolution of being born again and being saved by Christ. People were always asking, "Well, what are you worshiping? What is this? It is, it is a Christian service, like a musical ministry." They talk about Jesus and God, she explained, adding that there are sometimes pastors that are his friends, and it's not officially a 501c3 official church yet. Uh, so I think, does that mean he's heading towards the starting a church thing? I think, I mean, guy is an artist, and you gotta, like, there's certain people. Don't you think if Kanye West started a church today? There'd be thousands of members. They're already, they're doing Sunday service, but they're not calling it church because that puts a different brand on it. Where you're like, I'm not doing church. I'm not here to Kanye West, the preacher. He's like, dude, I think that, you know, it's something that he likes, that they've found that they like to celebrate. People do that, dude. I've been been working on the gospel album now, which is not nothing that I would do. Like personally, right. just, it came about on my desk. With like, collaboration my with other people, yeah. yeah. We were like, "Hey, dude, we're doing this album. You do the music side. Like, we need your help with this." So I'm helping them do that. It doesn't mean though that I'm like a gospel producer or well, like the whole thing, but right. they're kind of deal. Work is work, man. Work is work. Right, and that's what his deal is. Though you found something that you wanted to do because he was getting ridiculed for ranting at his shows. Right. We came to right. see you play music and you're talking too much. You're ranting and we don't well, want to see what, that. And that's like, what I mean. That's why I wanted to uh, use this story. And I, um, and I think that, you know, it's a good thing 
that if somebody who was lost, mm-hmm. and okay, if Con- crazy, it, yeah, and if Kanye is lost, uh, hell, he's I'm crazy. I'm a madman. I'm crazy too, and yeah. I found Jesus. He takes medication you know? for it. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy me too. I take medication for my crazy. I know you. And so, bad. um, if you if, and Jesus can help with a lot of that, and so I guess I was lucky to find that early in my life, and uh, he's he's literally about the same age as me. Um, and so, I mean, I'm glad he's finding this now. And if it gets his life centered by all means. And plus, I think it's a good thing if people start getting involved more in church and stuff like that, because, right. um, it's frowned upon. Or, yeah. Because people, cause these atheist liberals, they, they hate religion so much because they went to the same goddamn Catholic church as you went That's to why. got smacked on the wrist and I stuff like that. I don't like the yeah. rules and, and so they're like turned me off. Yeah. It's that. like that whole thing is yeah. bad. And so they look at people who believe in God as, it's like those people believe in fairy tales, you know? And believe me, but but we look at Scientology and we're like, no, that's a fairy tale. I would love to say in one sense about that is that what, no matter what everyone always says, my number one argument, I believe in God 100%. But whether you do or not, people who say like, oh, all this is fake and this is not. Jesus was a real person. That's right. Whether or not you believe who he was. He was a real dude that changed society. Son, they killed this fool on a cross 100%. Killed him. Real dude. Was a real guy. Real life. Facts in history. And then it. Nothing. Inf- and, and, and that death influenced the culture of millions right. of people. Nothing made yeah. up about the fact that this guy was real. You could believe, you know, he was Jesus. Or not. Every religion recognizes the fact that Jesus was actually alive. He is a guy who was yeah. alive. Whether whether he's God or not. He's yeah, God's son or story, not. But, yeah. Some people believe he's a prophet. Some He was alive. He was at real least. Real person. He was at least a prophet. Really got killed on the fucking cross, 100%. Just boom, tacked him up there, killed him on the cross, stabbed him, Mm. put him in that thing behind a rock. Those are facts, regardless of whatever else in the Bible. You're like, oh, all of this is fake. Okay, you can can stop talking now. Real people. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Got three more stories and 10 minutes left. I'm messing with you. Three more stories. Those are going to be shitty. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I love this story. Disneyland Paris visitor goes missing after taking LSD. Search party is called in after park closes. Where was he at? Disneyland Paris. Did they know? Yep. Did they find him? Yeah, they found him. Uh, anyway, an unidentified Swiss tourist allegedly went missing in De- Disneyland Paris after taking LSD, which is a hallucinogenic drug, in case you don't know. Acid. Yeah. Uh, while at the theme park with his girlfriend on Friday night. The man and his girlfriend, reportedly also a Swiss tourist, uh, visited Dairy- Disneyland Paris, where the woman supplied the 32-year-old with the illegal drugs. At some point after taking the smuggled-in narcotics, the man went missing. The girlfriend alerted park authorities, and after the park had closed, uh, the man still had not had not been found. Thirty firefighters, ten divers, and eighty Disneyland Paris employees were dispatched to help locate the man. French news outlet L'Express reports: dogs and a military gendarme helicopter were also used, according to WDWNT, a blog not affiliated with Disney Parks. Around 12.30 a.m., the man was discovered on the bank of a body of water where he had reportedly fallen earlier. The pair were taken to Chessie Police Station where they are detained for illegal narcotics use. A representative for Disneyland Paris confirmed the incident to Fox News and said there was no disruption to the park operations or guests at any time. According to Disneyland Paris' Steve Park rules, all illicit or hazardous substances that, quote, could endanger visitor security to the parks are prohibited. But come on. I want to say one you thing. You should have like acid day. 
Dude, you don't go out in public on fucking drugs. Me, we were talking about this earlier. Here's a comeback for you about some shit we were talking about earlier. Don't go out in public. Why are you out in public? Why are you tripping balls? Like, if you don't know what's going on, stay your ass at the house. Like, once you realize, like, yeah, if you're looking in the mirror at yourself, you're like, I don't even like the way I look, yo. I don't like my oh, face yeah. or whatever, bad, you know. A bad trip at Disney World would be horrible. It's, but why would you be out in public trying to trip balls, dude? That's horrible. And also, another comeback get- from our first show, because how funny is it with this guy trying to be like, I need to get out of here. And the guy's like, boob da boob da Yeah, he's talking to the Star Wars guys. He's talking to the Star Wars guys. Yeah, get out of there, dude. It's all freaking and he's out. he's like, holy cow, I understood that. Me so not know how to get out of here. Jaja Binks is fucking real, yo. Seeing him over there by the fucking bathroom. Yeah, I can't get out of here, but... Oh, man. Oh, jeez, Louise. That would be horrible. A bad trip. And See, people are... I never, I never took acid, so I don't know if it'd be fun or not to go in public with... Like, go to Disneyland like that. I cried and laughed so hard last time. I thought I was traveling through time the one time I did it. It was after work. It was super late. I was you really are traveling through time. I kept waking up. I was like that's passing what life out is. for a second, and I wake up, and I was telling my brother, I was like, yo, is everyone doing their job? We had run, like, two shows that day. So, like, I, they were like, hey, man, you want to eat this gummy bear? Got so you were in it. public? Nope. I was at home. And they were like, hey, man, you want this in the morning? And I was like, no, I have to go do two shows. We did oh, Relay for Life. We did another show, and then I was Allegedly. Home. And then I was like, I don't give a shit. Dude, they're fucking, they're going to fire me. I don't work for them. Um... Uh, I was fucking eating that shit, and then I was, like, sitting there, and I was, I fell asleep for, like, I was only falling asleep for, like, five seconds, and I would wake up and be like, yo, is everyone doing their job? And then he'd be like, yo, who's here? Is somebody supposed to be here? And I'm like, nah, well, oh, shit, I thought I was at work. And then I started laughing, and then I started crying because I was laughing so hard. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking traveling through time to tell you something, and I don't know what it is. And then... And then I wake back up, but the time was like still the same. And then my brother was tripping too, so he's like, "I don't know if you are traveling through yeah. time because he's like, it is still eight sixteen. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that at Disneyland. I, guess I would never go out in public and yeah. do any, dude. That's why you get a house, trip at home. Anyway, so I got two positive notes to end the night on. Oh, let me ruin one the of them. Twenty fourth night of September. Um, yeah, this happened in Nashville, Tennessee. Several. Hundred people, including members of the U.S. Air Force and the Patriot Guard, packed into cemetery into a cemetery on Thursday to offer their final salute to a U.S. veteran. Oh, okay. Most had never met him. There was a touching tribute to Staff Sarge, Staff Sergeant Lyndon Baggett or Baggett, sorry, fifty-seven of the U.S. Air Force, a uh, veteran who had seemed to outlast most of his family and friends uh, for weeks. It seemed if it was if he would, it seemed as if he would be buried alone. Uh, quote, no veteran should be left to leave here alone after spending their time serving this country, said one of the attendees, Mark Harris of Clarksville, Tennessee. Take the last train. And uh, after Baggett's death, Baggett's death, B-A-D-G. So uh, on August 30th, the Gateway Funeral Home in Clarksville uh, spent several frantic weeks trying to find a next of kin to no available, no avail. Not wanting to bury him alone, they put a call out on Facebook for Facebook for people to come and honor him in his final resting place. The response was overwhelming. I expected a lot of people, but I have to say I was shocked at the numbers of the outpouring of people and the distances they came, said Wade Wade Winkler, funeral director at Gateway Funeral Home. He said, that's a super villain name. Hello, I'm Wade Winkler. Welcome to my funeral home. 
He's got a couple other extra bodies in there, huh? Yeah. Uh, so skeletons yeah. in your closet. Um, I'm trying to find the numbers because like we gotta move. Keep moving. Yeah. So, uh, some people drew drove as many as 50 miles. And uh, this is what a, a person there named Melton said. Uh, we were told he 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 had nobody, and as a veteran, you never let somebody die by themselves. You come out and you honor them. Another friend, Arthur Jester, who also came to get to know um, uh, the people in the nursing home, he said he was a hell of a good guy whose presence would be missed. Um, according to pa- the Patriot Guard, Badgett served in the U.S. Air Force and the Air Force Reserve from 1981 to 1997, the year I went in. Hmm. Nice. Other than that, little was known about him. Winkler said the night before Badgett's service, funeral home received a call from a woman that said she was Badgett's daughter, but she couldn't make the funeral service. But Winkler said she agreed with what the funeral home was doing for her father. Uh, One thing I did tell her daughter was that he will not be alone, and that came true. So, holy shit. I mean, I joined the the Navy, and people might do that for me. You're not going to die alone. Oh, that's not what I mean, but I mean, there might be just some dude who... I mean, you're going to die alone no matter what. Well, that's what I mean. like, unless it's like a, like, a, you know, well, some I mean, sort of freak accident. What I mean is that um, at my funeral, it was like, there may be somebody I've served in the Navy with. Mm-hmm. He shows up. Yeah. And I, th- I think that that's, that's cool. That would be super cool. But also, you know that I'm marking up your whole casket. We've already talked about this. I'm marketing your whole casket. You've sold it already. Ah, shit. Look what happened. Now I got notifications. Yankees at Rays. Game starts soon. Marlins at Mets. Game starts soon. Phillies at Nationals. Game starts soon. I screwed it up again. Now now I'm getting all the notifications. They just think you're a baseball guy. Ah, man. Anyway, I got one more story. Got two minutes left. I'll put baseball cards on your casket. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Slap stickers on there. I don't care. (laughs) For the Phillies. All Phillies. Draw stuff on my face like I fell asleep at a party. That's what I mean. <laughs> Swastikas. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's he doing? I don't care. I'm dead. Anyway, so uh, one more story. To uh, fight the opioid crisis, Kentucky uh, middle school students, stu- schoolers need, build a needle database to aid 3D printed collecting device. What? <clears throat> to fight opioid car- crisis, I Kentucky middle schoolers Build needle database to aid 3D printed collecting device. It's a little device where people can pick up uh, used needles. Uh, middle School in Kentucky built an online database to complement a needle collecting device it developed. In May of last year, middle schoolers from the Ashland Middle School in Ashland, Kentucky, were among the national winners of Samsung Solve for Tomorrow contest. They won for developing a device that lets first responders safely collect potentially hazardous needles left behind by left behind by opioid opioid and other drug users. The device itself, 3D printed at the school, is a small plastic box about the length of a syringe and a few inches wide. The box is placed over the the needle, then squeezed to pick up the syringe. Quote, we have have an open order as soon as we can provide it. Every police car in the city will will be equipped with our device as soon as we can get them to the police department. John Lesner, a teacher at Ashland Middle, told Fox News in an interview on Thursday. The school is trying to come up with a cost-efficient way to manufacture the device after prototyping it in the school's 3D printers. During the process of developing the device, the students also created an online database where people can report where they find used needles. The goal was to map the areas where needles can be found. The Ashland Police Department has been on board with this project since day one, Aubrey Hay, a student at Ashland Middle Schools, told Fox News. 
we passed off our database to Ashland Police Department. Right now, they're updating the map as we speak. The database is just a Google map with pins and needles have, uh, are all over the place. <laughs> pins where needles have been found. Okay. Right now, the police department is actually entering pins where needles have been found in our area. Um, I think that that's really cool. I mean, by in, in, invention is going to solve problems. You know, I understand. Not whining. Not my, going, not skipping school on Friday to go protest. My thing, global warming. One hundred percent. My thing though is that the paramedics are not on drugs. So picking up a used needle is literally like with your hand don't fucking touch the I'm not high. Pick it up and put it in the fucking bag. A- accidents happen though and I get it, but you know what I mean? Like, hmm. I, if not I, high is coming if here if to were, save your if life. If I were a cop in a, or an EMT and I would rather have something like that instead of risk poking myself with with eight. So right, yeah. So we're at seven oh one. We're a little bit over. Oh, I got um, a phone call coming. Yeah, this too. has been Shock Monkey Radio. You got your show coming up. I'm Nick as always. Below Nick is always below seven thirty. Yeah, and I'm the Madman, and I love you. And uh, let me set up this, and uh, we'll catch you next time. The Madman, lowercase on YouTube. The word lowercase. Yeah, and go to Patreon.com/slash Shock Monkey Radio. Become a patron. Thank you. Later.